Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to this week's Midday Movie Madness podcast edition. Happy birthday to Elizabeth Shue and Amy Jo Johnson. Today is the debut date for 2014's Alexander and their horrible, terrible, no good, very bad day movie, which is going to be getting a Disney Plus remake with George Lopez and Eva Longoria, 2006's Little Children, 2011's Footloose remake, the 2022 Paramount Plus movie Monster High the movie, 2017's Blade Runner 2049, The Florida Project and Better Watch Out, and 2000's Meet the Parents. A belated birthday to WKKL DJ Slater Merriman, whose birthday, along with Halloween movie star Donald, the late Donald Pleasance and Kate Winslet was yesterday, October 5th. I would like to wish my cousin Naomi Engelman the very best on her wedding, October 13th. Can't wait to see you for it. I'd also like to send out a belated congratulations to Nils Montan, who proposed to his longtime girlfriend Mel over the weekend. Speaking of engagements, Grey's Anatomy star Kate Walsh is now engaged to Australian farmer Andrew Nixon. Happiest of early birthdays to my cousin Elizabeth Leader Smith's daughter Addie, who officially becomes a teenager when she turns 13 on October 9th. I hope you like your belated birthday gift. Her birthday pals include dad-to-be country singer Scotty McCreary, Jimmy Wood, Sharon Osbourne, the late John Lennon and his composer's son, Sean Lennon, and director Gomero del Toro. All aboard! That day marks 38 years since the Thomas and Friends TV show debuted. Bruno Mars, actress Sigourney Weaver, author Arl Stein and Chevy Chase have birthdays October 8th. Michael Donovan's father, Lawrence Michael Donovan II, turns a heavenly 75 years old, Columbus Day, October 10th. Also born October 10th is the late Winter the Dolphin, the star of the Dolphin Tale films, who would have been 17, but sadly passed last November. Hashtag Winter Inspires Forever, along with Dino Cadenio, Mario Lopez, actor Dan Stevens, and Jody Benson. October 10th marks the debuts of 2003's Kill Bill, 2000, I mean Whiplash, and Boogie Nights. The late Lou Perry, Sophie Beatrix Grant, Hope Dolphin, who is 12, and Michael Hernandez ha- have birthdays October 11th. The late David Kinney was born October 13th. Happiest of early birthdays, to my cousin Sarah Hannah Wolf's oldest son, Hines Ev, who turns 13 October 12th. He shares his birthday with Eunice Benecki. Mazeltov, speaking of family birthdays, happy early birthday to my cousin Elena Bartson's twins, Anna and Amelia, who were born October 16th, the same day that Addie Smith's dad, Chad, has his birthday. And an extremely happy early birthday to my mother, Sarah Engelman, whose birthday, along with Hannah Smith, is October 17th. I hope you like your gift I'm getting you. I'm bringing home early birthday shout-outs to Heather Cowles, 
and Kimmy Zadro, who have birthdays on October 24th. That day is a big one for Midday Movie Madness, for it was on that day, on October 21st, 2005, that I had my very first show. Could you believe that my show is going to be 17 years old? <whistles> Hooray! Pandora's birthday is on October 24th. Paramount's smart horror film Smile might be full of trauma and terror, but it was last weekend's one bright domestic box office bright one domestic box office bright spot, scaring up $22 million and coming in in first place by a large amount. The Scarefest took the best opening since Bullet Train nearly two months ago. Coincidentally, Bullet Train is going to be out on DVD next week. Beating out more, bigger, more hyped-up titles such as Don't Worry Darling and The Woman King. This is from a film once meant to go straight to Paramount Plus, only changing course after a strong response from test audiences and getting a 3,645 theater launch. However, time will tell if it has the strength the Black Phone had, grossing 89.9 million victims from a $23.6 million debau, and Barbarian is having, open up to 10.5 million victims, and now at $33.1 million after four weeks. Overseas, the film made an additional 14.5 million, million victims for a global haul of a 36.5 million body count. Not bad. Unfortunately, the rest of the box office, disappointed. Sure, it was the best since the August 19th to 21st frame, but it was but the sixth great weekend to have the honor, quote-unquote, of being worse than any pre-pandemic weekend in over two decades. Youch. One pretty good weekend, Opener each weekend isn't enough to keep the box office afloat. And the holiday blockbusters can't come soon enough. Last week's champ, Don't Worry Darling, came in second place. Following up, it's respectable 19.4 million bow with a limp 7.3 million bow this in week two. The film was expected to be front-loaded, with its opening being driven by Harry Styles fans. But the week two drop of 62% and the domestic haul of 32.8 million is uh, underwhelming. The thriller's global total is now $54.7 million. The Woman King took third place with $7 million, bringing its total to $46.7 million. As expected, the awesome word of mouth is leading to strong to strong holds, though it still has a long way to go before making back its $50 million budget. The international market has been slow so far, 
bringing in just $3.4 million. But it ramps up its expansion next weekend with the UK and Germany. The biggest disappointment came from Universal's Bros. The film had a lot going for it, winning over both audiences with an A cinema score and a 90 and critics with a 91% Rotten Tomatoes score. But, I mean, and also being one of the, f- the first major studio LGBTQ rom-com. But, unfortunately, hardly anyone showed up to see it. With the film making only $4.8 million. This is worse than the summer's one studio live action comedy, Easter Sunday, which only had a $5.4 million bow and made just $13 million. Ouch. According to the IMDb.com, the cursed smile people wear bright pastel colors while Rose wears dark, moody, contrasting colors, showing the difference between happy and sad. The country musical lost one of its trailblazing side stars Tuesday. 90-year-old Loretta Lynn, who went from a poor upbringing into one of country music's biggest female artists, who had 51 number one country hits. The film version of her autobiography, Coal Miner's Daughter, with Sissy Spacek, rightfully... I mean, with Sissy Spacek playing her, rightfully won Spacek a Best Oscar, a Best Actress Oscar. Rest in peace. In better, in much better news, the lawsuit around the controversial tragic accident on Alec Baldwin's Western Rust, um, in case you forgot... That's when a live round in a prop gun was shot and accidentally and sadly killed cinematographer Helena Hutchinson's and injured Jill, director Joe Sos. It also ignited a huge controversy about gun safety on film sets. Nearly a year ago has been settled. The delayed project reaches settlement and will resume filming in January with her, wet, with her widow, Matthew as a producer. We have our first new cast member for 20th Century's upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Kevin Duran has joined Owen Teague, Peter Macon, and Freya Allen for the upcoming new entry in the Planet of the Apes film franchise. Arthur has joined the podcasting world. Variety.com revealed this afternoon, Arthur the public television show that is the longest-running kids' animated series in the U.S. is getting its own podcast featuring the beloved anthropomorphic aardvark. Season one of the Arthur podcast featuring eight episodes will launch weekly on Thursdays starting October 20th. The podcast taps into the Arthur content library that spans 25 years, retelling classic episodes from the TV series in a new audio format. Listeners will hear from Arthur, D.W., Buster, and other favorite characters as they navigate school, friendships, and other challenges. In addition, fans will be able to submit responses to Arthur's inbox on the PBS Kids for Parents website. 
to be potentially included in future episodes. The Arthur Podcast will be available for free on the PBS Kids video app, the Arthur YouTube channel, pbskids.org, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and other major podcast platforms. The Holly Reporter stated yesterday, Reese Witherspoon and Sarah Hardin's production company, Hello Sunshine and Build-A-Bear Entertainment, are partnering to develop a reimagination of the classic children's story, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. The movie, which marks the first feature from Hello Sunshine's Kids in Animation division, will be a modern take on the classic tale that leans into the title character as a powerful female protagonist. It was also announced the other day that a musical adaptation of the Oregon Trail game is being developed. Don't ask me how that one is even going to work. Five years after it was first announced, the first official trailer for Chris Pratt's The Super Mario Brothers movie dropped today. Woohoo! Also starring... Anna Taylor-Joy, Seth Rogen, Jack Black, Fred Armisen, and Keegan-Michael Key, among others. It will transport the audiences down the drainpipe to the Mushroom Kingdom, April 7, 2023. The trailer for Jennifer Lawrence's next film, the November 4th Apple TV Plus drama Causeway, shot pre-pandemic and before she had her baby, also dropped today. And earlier in the week, the latest trailer for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, debuted. Kelly Osbourne is having a boy. It was announced yesterday that 48-year-old Hillary actress Hillary Swank is expecting twins. Her first kid, Topher Grace, will be on dad duty for a third time. His wife is expecting a third baby. Plus, E.T. Canada announced late Tuesday night, Gavin Rosendale is going to be a grandfather. On Wednesday, the Bush frontman's oldest child and only daughter, Daisy Lowe, announced that she is expecting her first child with fiancé Jordan Saul. I want to share some news with you. Jordan and I are having a baby. Lowe, 33, wrote on Instagram, We're absolutely bursting at the seams with happiness. I'm oscillating wildly between excitement and nervousness. We had the dash of morning sickness thrown in for good measure. Big love to all of you. Three red heart emojis. Congrats. It was reported Tuesday, the newest Scooby-Doo HBO Max direct-to-DVD film, Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo, will show that Velma is LGBTQ, something fans have speculated for decades. Like jinkies. Speaking of Velma, ComingSoon.net reported today the upcoming HBO Max animated series Velma has rounded out its star-studded cast with Glenn Howerton, Sam Richardson, and Constance Wu all joining the series. According to The Hollywood Reporter, all three will join the series to star as the remaining members of Mystery, Inc. Howerton, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, will play Fred, Richardson, Veep, will play Norville, a.k.a. Shaggy, and Wu, fresh off the boat, will voice Daphne. They'll join Cowing, who voices Velma in the series, as well as a ton of other stars set to appear in the series, including Jane Wynn, Lynch, Wanda Sykes, Russell Peters, 
Melissa Fomero, Stephen Root, Gary Cole, Kevin Leung, Cherry Jones, Frank Welker, Weird Al Yankovic, Fortune Feemaster, Yvonne Orji, Sarai G. Blue, Nicole Byer, Ming-Na Wen, Shane Mitchells, Debbie Ryan, Colab Vilaysak, and NBA All-Star Carl Anthony Towns. Velma was originally announced in 2021 and has no official release date as of yet, but will be releasing soon on HBO Max, according to the company. In a move nobody saw coming, Apple has given an awards season date to Will Smith's drama Emancipation. Clearly thinking nobody remembers March's Oscar slap scene around the world and the fact that he's been banned from Oscar-related events for 10 years, but still able to get nominated. They obviously think his July 29th apology video erased that from everybody's mind. The film, which dropped its first poster and trailer Monday, opens in theaters December 2nd and streams on Apple TV Plus on December 9th. Francis Ford Coppola has finalized the cast of his epic drama, Megalopolis, which will, film in, which will shoot in Georgia this fall. SNL cast member Chloe Feynman, newcomer Bailey Ive, Oscar winner Dustin Hoffman, Licorice Pizza's Isabel Furman, D.B. Sweeney are the latest to join it. Their other co-stars include Adam Driver, Shia LaBeouf, Forrest Whitaker, Grace Vanderwald, Jason Schwartzman, Game of Thrones' Natalie Emanuel, and Laura Fishburne and Catherine Hunter. If that wasn't enough, Paramount Plus's original limited series, The Offer, about the making of Coppola's landmark 1972 gangster Phil the Godfather, will arrive on Blu-ray, digital platforms, and DVD November 29th. On to the new films. In theaters, October 7th is the period mystery dramedy Amsterdam, directed, produced, and written by David O. Russell. It stars Kristen Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Chris Rock, Taylor Swift, Anna Taylor-Joy, Remy Malek, Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, Robert De Niro, and Timothy Oliphant. Based on a 1933 USA political plot, in, it's, said, it's said in the 1930s. Three friends, a doctor, a lawyer, and a nurse, are all dubbed major suspects in the murder of U.S. Senator Bill Meekins. Can they find out who the real killer was? Can they clear their names? According to imdb.com, Jamie Foxx, Angelina Jolie, and Jennifer Lawrence were all reportedly considered for roles in the film at one point. And Chris Rock, I mean, Christian Bale actually stopped talking to Chris Rock on the set. He stated he was very funny and it's hard for him to act. Going from the page to the big screen, October 7th is the live action animated musical comedy, Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Starring Sean Mendes is the title character with Javier Bardem, Constance Wu, Winslow Feigley, Scott McNary, and Brett Gelman. This is an adaptation of Bernard Weber's children's story of the same name 
and its prequel, The House on East 88th Street. When the Prim family relocates to New York City, their young son Joshua, I mean Josh, has a hard time adapting. But that changes when he discovers Lyle, a singing but non-speaking saltwater crocodile living in his family in his new home's attic. The two quickly become best friends, but Lyle's existence is threatened by the cruel neighbor, Mr. Grumps. Now the friends must work with Lyle's charming owner, Hector P. Valentini, to show the world family comes from the most unexpected places. According to IMDb.com, the Lyle Lyle the Crocodile book was written in 1965. Prepare for one killer final showdown with Halloween ends in theaters and on Peacock October 14th. This slasher film stars the talent of Nick Castle, Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Machak, Will Patton, and Kyle Richardson. Michael Myers and Laurie Strode return for their final time in this 13th entry in the Halloween series. Set four years after the events of Halloween Kills, Laurie is living with her granddaughter, Allison, and nearly done writing her memoir. Her old foe, Michael Myers, has been seen since that brutal rampage, which, spoiler alert, killed her daughter, Karen. Laurie, after allowing his ghost to rule her reality for decades, has decided to free herself from rage and fear and enjoy life. But Michael's not done with her just yet. When young Corey Cunningham is accused of killing a boy he was babysitting, it ignites a firestorm of violence and terror that will force Laurie to confront the evil she can't control once and for all. According to IMDb.com, in the film's trailer, Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie is seen wearing the exact same clothes she wore in 1978's Halloween. While it is Nick Castle and Jamie Lee Curtis's final time playing Michael Myers and Laurie Strode on screen, and is the final in the H40 trilogy, Jason Blum has confirmed there will be more films because Malik Akkad has chosen to continue the series. Rejoice, Five Nights at Freddy's fans. TheRap.com stated yesterday afternoon, after years of trying to get it off the ground, a horror film based on Scott Calthon's super popular and violent Five Nights at Freddy's video game is coming from Cawthorn and Blumhouse Studios. Coming to select theaters, October 14th, before going into wide release, October 28th, is the biographical drama Tell, starring Danielle Day, Deadweiler, Jalen Hall, Whoopi Goldberg, and Frankie Faison. It recounts a true story of American activist Mammy Tillmulby and her relentless pursuit of justice after her 14-year-old son, Emmett, was lynched in 1955 visiting his cousins in Mississippi. Coming to theaters October 21st is Black Adam, 
The superhero film that's a spinoff from 2019 Shazam stars Dwayne Johnson, Noah Centino, Aldous Hodge, Marwari Kenzari, and Pierce Brosnan. After almost 5,000 years, after he was granted the powers of the Egyptian gods and in person just as fast, Black Adam, an anti-hero from the ancient city of Kandak, is free from his earthly prison. He's ready to unleash his unique form of, how do I put this bluntly, justice, and I use the term loosely, on the modern world. According to IMDb.com, Alexander Skarsgård and Army Hammer were considered for the Hawkman role. And before this film, Pierce Bronson was considered to play Bruce Wayne slash Batman in 1989's Batman. In theaters, October 21st is the romantic comedy Ticket to Paradise, starring George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Caitlin Dever, and Billy Lord. In the film, estranged divorced parents David and Georgia Cotton fly to Bali after learning their daughter Lily plans to marry a man they just met. They decide to team up and sabotage the wedding to stop her from making the same mistake they made 25 years ago. According to IMDb.com, after doing the 1996 romantic comedy One Fun Days, George Clooney proclaimed he'd never do any more rom-coms. He'd only do dramas, mostly with a social message. So this happens to be the first rom-com he's done since then. In limited release theaters, October 21st, before streaming November 4th on Amazon Prime Video, is the romantic drama My Police, based on the book of the same name, starring Harry Siles, Emma Corrin, and Rupert Everett. Set in 1950s Brighton, policeman Tom Burgess meets school teacher Marion Taylor. But he has a secret. He's a closeted gay man who begins a relationship with museum curator Patrick Hazelwood. The secret they share may threaten to ruin them all. Big news, Knives Out fans. Variety.com announced today Ryan Johnson's highly anticipated Knives Out sequel will first debut in theaters after all. Woohoo! While Netflix previously teased that Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, would play in select theaters on a soon to be announced date, the streamer has announced that the movie will hit theaters for a special sneak preview over Thanksgiving, a full month before it launches on the platform. News of the one week only engagement following the movie's dazzling world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival, with a sneak preview set to run November 23rd through 29th. Glass Onion will play exclusively in approximately 600 theaters domestically, making its mark as the first Netflix film to debut across all three major U.S. theatrical chains. It will also play in select theaters in the U.S. and internationally, including Canada, the U.K., Ireland, Italy, Germany, Spain, Israel, Australia, and New Zealand. Coming to Netflix October 19th is The School for Good and Evil. This fantasy film based on Soman Chiani's 2013 kids book of the same name stars the talents of Sophia Ann Caruso, Sophia Wilo, 
Charlize Theron, Kerry Washington, Michelle Yeoh, and Lawrence Fishburne. It follows best friends Sophie and Agatha, who are kidnapped and taken to the Tyler School for Good and Evil. But their fates, their fortunes are reversed. Agatha is dropped into the School for Good, and Sophie is dropped into the School for Evil. So they try to figure out a way to return home. But in doing so, their friendship is put to the ultimate test. Coming to Netflix October 20th is the horror comedy, The Curse of Bridge Hollow, starring Rob Riggle, Marlon Waynes, Kelly Rowland, John Michael Higgins, and Nina Vardalos. In the film, a father and his estranged teenage daughter are forced to team up and save their time after a mischievous ancient spirit makes Hollywood Halloween decorations come to life and cause chaos. Coming in to select theaters in the United States October 19th before streaming on Netflix October 26th is the crime drama The Good Nurse, starring Eddie Redmayne, Jessica Chastain, Kim Dickens, and Noah Emmerich, based on Charles Graber's 2013 book of the same name. Compassionate nurse and single mother Amy is stretched to her physical limit emotionally and physically by the hard and demanding night shifts at the ICU she works at. But aid arrives when Charlie Cullen, a thoughtful and empathetic fellow nurse, starts at her unit. While sharing long nights at the hospital, the two develop a strong friendship. But after a series of eerie patient deaths point to Charlie as the prime suspect, she's forced to risk her life and the safety of her two young daughters to uncover the truth. According to IMDb.com, the nurse Jessica Chastain is rumored to play is still a practicing nurse in upstate New York. Arriving on DVD train stations on October 18th is the action comedy Bullet Train. This August 5th release, which made $235 million worldwide, stars the talents of Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Sandra Bullock, Hiroki Sonata, Andrew Koji, and Brian Tree Henry. Unlucky assassin Ladybug is determined to do his job peacefully after one too many jobs gone wrong. Fate has other plans for him, though. His latest mission is to get a briefcase on a fast-moving bullet train in modern, in modern Japan. It puts him on a collision course with other lethal assassins from around the world who all have linked but confusing objectives on the world's fastest train. Will he succeed? According to imdb.com, Joey King spent up to three hours a day perfecting her British accent for this film. Also coming out onto DVD October 18th is the horror comedy Bodies, 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 starring Amanda Stenberg, Maria Balakova, Lee Pace, Pete Davidson, and Rachel Sinat. In the August 5th release, a group of rich 20-somethings have a hurricane party at a remote family mansion. 
But during it, a murder in the dark improv game goes very, very wrong. According to IMDb.com, Lee Pace admitted he practiced the savoring the champagne bottle after using Thranduil's sword from his time in the Hobbit movies at home. That's all for this super stuff edition of the show. But before I leave, I have something to say. I will not be over the airways or podcast ways for the next two Thursdays. That's fine. I don't see what the problem is with what? Dude, that's so uncool. Oh, don't worry. The reason for this is simple. I need a vacation. I'm due for some rest. A little brief relaxation and I'll be free to be. But don't worry, my minions, for I'll be back on the airwaves and the podcast airwaves October 27th with Jordan Peele's latest film, nope, descending to DVD stores, plus his and Henry Selleck's new Netflix film, and a look at some um, famous Halloween films just in time for the holiday, and much more. So until then, my loyal listeners, stay safe and watch lots of movies and go to the theaters if you can to help the theaters rebound. See you soon, my minions. Bye.